Coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. What do you say there, Ricky? Hey, hey, hey. Cigar Hacks are back in Rhode Island as Miserable Nick continues to taunt us. Now we got them. We picked them up and we brought them to his very favorite place and... I can't wait to talk about this place. We're down here at Mr. J's Havana Cigar Lounge down here in Coventry, Rhode Island. Okay, our panel of hacks for this installment are, of course, Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, enema boy is in the house. All right, and we got the Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, good evening, uh, everybody. We're in Rhode Island again. Uh, we're going to have a good show tonight. Uh, stay tuned. Get you a nice uh, uh, smoke if you got one. And uh, just stay tuned and we'll entertain you. Okay, it's Pat McGroin. I called my groin. People ask, it hurts you where? I say, put your hand right there. I called my groin. Yes, we're in Rhode Island and uh, enjoying it, having good cigars, good bourbon and beers, and living the dream here. All right. Good weather, too. And to my right, Miserable Nick. Boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Can't believe I'm stuck with you people all day. <laughs> Gee, maybe you'll take an Uber home. <laughs> my couch is calling if I'm lucky. <laughs> okay, we've got a couple of special guests. Go ahead, Ricky. Okay, so first of all, you know, I want to do a shout-out to the Retro Hail out there in Colorado and Kansas because uh, you always talk about your friend Skip Martin. We got somebody just equally as important. His partner, Mike Rosales of Roma Craft at the back. They got the hook while my DJ revolves Is that my cue to dance? That's Let's go. Dance. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So we just stumbled on Mike here. He just happened to be here, so we dragged him in. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. And then uh, the owner of this very fine establishment and a cigar that we're going to be smoking tonight, yep. uh, Mr. Paul Joyle, the owner of Mr. J's Havana Cigar Lounge. Looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Uh, I guess that represents me well. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I want to thank you guys for coming down today. Thank uh, you. It was actually perfect timing. Uh, I had no idea my fr- good friend Mike uh, Rosales from Romacraft was coming, but he called me a little while ago, and uh, we're going to have fun today. It's good. Excellent. So good. It's good. Thank you. This, the best podcast come with these uh, <laughs> serendipitous uh, guests. Okay, this is your humble announcer producer, Sakai Hack Day. Uh, segments include Hidden Earth Blind Cigar Review. We got a beauty today. Oh, yeah. And yes. uh, then we got the uh, current events in the cigar world. What do you say, Hav? Okay, we got 12 events today. 12 events. And then we got the uh, local spotlight cigar lounge review. We're going to talk all about Mr. J's Havana Cigar Lounge. Did I get yes. it right? Yes. Got it. Okay. And then we got the uh, Controversy Corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with the Hidden Earth Reveal and Hidden Earth Recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com. And Facebook. There you go. Okay. 
So let's get right into the cigar here. You want to so, take it, Ricky? Actually, I'm going to turn this over to Paul to tell us about the cigar we're going to smoke. Well, this here is the latest release that I've had. It's in the anniversary, the Jake Rado anniversary. And uh, it's got a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go with a box press on this, a 54 box press. I don't usually like cigars this big. I prefer smaller stuff. But we tried this box press, and it just really came together well. So, But you guys are going to be the judge of that. So we'll light it up, and uh, we'll see how this goes. The foot right. smells very... Um, oh, hang on now. Let's see. Very this is good. A box, nice box. This is a Robusto box, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Go ahead. Grand yeah. Robusto. Some some uh, nutty, nutmeg, cinnamon uh, with some earth earthy uh, tones. Maybe some yeah. almond. Yeah, okay. Chuck. <laughs> we have a guy, Chuck, every time he describes a cigar. I get almond. <laughs> what about just well-fermented tobacco? Yeah. No. No. That's boring. Yeah. yeah. Boring. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Fire! Now light them up. Yeah, not too much on the cold draw. The foot has a little bit of a... Cold draw had some more hay little, to it. Is this a Robusto hay. or a double? Uh, it's Robusto? actually kind of a... Uh, it's a double Robusto. Yeah, that's a... 54 ring. Five and a half by 54. Very good. Got a nice yeah. spot to it. The and as Mike said earlier, it is very aged tobacco. And I agree with you, Mike. You know, you he- I hear all these... Almond, cinnamon, earthy, nuttiness. Yeah. I've never really gotten into that that much. But I, I get the earthiness stuff. But you know what? Bottom line is I'm just looking for flavor. And uh, it's not so much about strength. But you will find this to be medium, medium full. But it's incredibly smooth with a ton of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reminds me of something. What's that? Does it remind you of the Connecticut broadleaf we had at your fire pit? No, it reminds me of a cigar that we had a long time ago. I got to think of the name of the name of it. You got the Debit- list. Debonair? That's Debonair. What, that's what this reminds me of. Yeah, actually, Phil Zengi, the owner of Debonair, makes this cigar for me. Ah, uh, and no, that, that just comes from that the house of, just comes from House of Debonair. So, the de- it doesn't taste like a normal Dominican, though. Uh, there's, there's something in this. Well, it's just Nicaraguan, Honduran, and uh, there's quite a bit in here. Now, you familiar with Phil Zangi? You know where I, we got his? You know where we got his start? No. You ever hear of Indian motorcycle? Yeah. That was his father. Ah, okay. Phil Zangi. Sure. Zangi owned um, Indian. Indian. Beautiful. That's why a few years back he bought the rights to Indian. And came out with Indian cigar. Okay, gotcha. But, but we knew so, somebody else that owned Indian cigar till he uh, got sued a few times and uh, changed his brand. Known at we know it today as Rocky Patel. Phil Zengi and Rocky Patel were the original. What was the name of that? I forgot. Indian what, tobacco. Indian, Indian, Indian tobacco. tobacco. Indian tobacco. Yeah, and uh, they were partners and. Uh, Phil was the mouth of the, co- uh, the yep. company because he could talk, you know, a flea off uh, a dog. But uh, but Rocky, <laughs> yeah. uh, they both, you know, right. they decided to go their own way. Yeah, yeah. We had Rocky on. Uh, we last had Rocky December, on the show, yeah. and he told us a little bit about that story there. So you can go back to the wow, December episode and listen to Rocky if you want to hear about that story. 
Episode two sixty five. Okay. What do you think of the cigar here? This I like is delicious. This one. It is I've delicious. I've smoked this one before. Yeah. Last I'm, time we were here. I was gonna say you've mm. had it, right? I love Connecticut yeah. Broadleafs. I like um, this one. It's very easy to to smoke, but it's got a lot of those darker flavors, which I like. Um, it does. You know, I just got done saying that. I don't get into all those, yeah. you know, different terms. But Flavor I mean, profiles. Connecticut Broadleaf is there's a sweetness on it. It's that dark chocolate. You yeah. do get some of it. So, but yeah. it's one of my yeah. favorite wrappers. So it's got a very well balanced retro. It's great on a retro. Yeah. And I heard oh, that's that, a great retro. A few of the owners that we've spoken to us have been saying that it's getting tougher and tougher to buy Connecticut Broadleaf because the marijuana companies are buying it. They're buying up the Broadleaf. I'm from Massachusetts where marijuana's legal. And um, that was one of the comments that was made to us was they're, they make, buy, they're buying mass amounts of Broadleaf. You know they anything make the, about that, Mike? They make the, the blunts. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, there's a, I, would, I won't say any names of companies, but yeah, there's a particular one that I know that's buying up everything they can get their hands on. That's right. So, yeah. And a lot of it, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. One is if you know that there's a limited amount of it and you want to dry the river up, you, you go. and if you have the funds to do it, you, yep. you basically kind of buy anything and everything and you'll pay over the price Absolutely. of what they're asking for. And so downriver... You know, everyone else kind of suffocates a little bit right. because they don't have any ability to buy anything. So right. the stuff that's out there, it's really low quality. So, and so what you're really finding is, is, is a lot of people are actually doing a lot of hybrids. There are challenges with doing hybrids. So you can have the texture and, and maybe the burn, but you won't get the right. flavor, right? right? So there's, there's usually one of the components. So either it'll have the flavor or it doesn't have the combustion. If it has the combustion, it doesn't have the texture. So it's one of the three, right? Right. So, and if you're smoking, uh, any pot, it's the THC is going to make you forget everything. So sure. who yeah. cares what it's made with, yeah. Yeah. as they say. Okay, All so right. troops, troops, big shout out to our troops fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. We honor you. We respect you. We want to thank you very, very much for everything you're doing to the men and women of blue and of red. And a very, very special shout out to the people of Maui. Um, God bless and um, don't trust the government. <laughs> Never have. <laughs> you know, everybody around this country is praying for you. Yep. So God bless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you got for the podcast juicer, Ricky? What are you drinking? I am drinking Elijah Craig 18. And I got to tell you, I've been to, in the last week and a half, probably, this is my 16th or 17th cigar lounge. This is the only lounge that carries it. Wow! That I have found anywhere except for one one place in Florida, and that just doubled my bill. So thank you, Ricky. You're yeah. very welcome. <laughs> I knew you were paying, so I hit you. It's all good. So what do you say? Where do you get there, Pat? So I got their uh, house smoked Manhattan, right? Yeah, the uh, it's very good. It's very good. Uh, it's very empty. Old fashioned. Sorry. Old fashioned. No, yeah, it's not Manhattan. Manhattan. Old fashioned. Yeah. A little different. So, but yes, it's very good. I, mm-hmm. I want to have another one after this. So. What'd you get it made with? What, what, Just the bullet. I think the bullet. Yeah, yeah. I'm not picky on my bourbons necessarily. I don't. My uh, palate isn't there yet to really know too much of a difference. But I do know I like bullets. So. so yeah. I want You're getting almond out of that too? No, no, no. This is more like a uh, orange. No, uh, Cause that's a, pi- a peanut, more like a uh, nutty, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to, on your next one, yeah. it's good with bullet. Trust me, 
Get the basil Hayden dark. Oh, rye d- delicious! I was that. drinking it yesterday. I and do like delicious. basil Hayden. So the basil Hayden dark rye in that. Yeah, is fantastic. Is that on the house? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's on no. Rick's tab. It's on my tab. <laughs> He's okay. got it this time. I right. actually like the basil Hayden port rye. Delicious. I'll get the basil Hayden. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back to drinking Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That lasted a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're always pro change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so before I introduce uh, Paul Joyle to the uh, show as far as uh, asking him all about his cigar lounge, I actually have a – I'm going to start off with Nick. What's up? Yeah, what are you drinking, Nick? I am drinking a smoked maple old-fashioned with Woodford double oak. Very Ooh, nice. Sounds good, too. I remember we had those here. Those were delicious. You need to try that. Nick, yes. so you're down here in Rhode Island. You called us out a while ago, and we came down. What I want to <laughs> know is, is, why did you choose? Well, it's pretty obviously why you chose this place. It's a fantastic place. But how did you come across this place? And Well, I mean, I'll let Paul go into how it started. But when they opened this place, I, you know, I don't want to step on what he does. But this is the lounge they opened in 2020, right? February 2020. Yes. Just started coming up here, and... I mean, it's what you see. It's the bar selection, because I pretend to love bourbon. So they got a great <laughs> bar selection. I pretend to know a lot about cigars. You can't beat the cigar selection. And honestly, the best part is I like to come in on a Sunday on my own, sit at the bar. Don't bother me. Stay away. And I, I can get that sitting out. Be miserable me. yourself, right? Be, yes. Get me away. Uh-huh. So if anybody comes up and sees me, I look just like Leo DiCaprio, so that's how you can pick me out. But... <laughs> It's not a joke, but please don't. You don't have to dap me up. You don't have to shake my hand. You don't have to give me a hug. I'm fine at the bar by myself. <laughs> and hence, he's miserable, Nick. Yeah. And today you got a special guest with you. Brought my wife. Yes, this is our date for the year. <laughs> this is it. We went to Awake in June, and this is the second one. So, oh, yeah. she spared no expense, did you? <laughs> she can walk by you. She can say "screw you." You can say "screw you," and there, your there sex we go. Is done for the week. There you go. <laughs> So, good. Mr. Joyle, yes. tell us about how you, well, first of all, for both of you, how long have you been smoking? 27 years. Wow. For me. Okay. When I got into the business 27 years ago. And Mike? I had my first cigar graduation night, and that was uh, May of 2020 with my father. Wow. Yeah. So, and then. Graduating from what? I, I graduated from the University of Oklahoma. You say in 2020? A, no, I'm sorry, 2000. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm going, dude, you don't look wow. like 22, yeah. man. 2000. I'm not so buying 2000. that. <laughs> the, uh, and so, yeah, so 2000 was my first cigar wow. in May, May of 2000. So the, uh, That was 23 years ago, right? Yeah. 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 So the um, 23 years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a simple question. Yeah. So tell us about this place, Paul, and how you got into this business. And the only thing before you start, that bar selection is out of this world. Well. That's the re- that's where I got my start. I had got into the uh, the cigar business in '96. Okay, but we Great had year. been in we are in Rhode Island, as you guys from Hampshire, so you don't know this, but in Rhode Island, you can only get beer, wine, and liquor out of a liquor store or a package store. Oh, okay. No supermarkets, nothing. And we have been in the business since '71, and we we're kind of fortunately. It was a family business. We got to the top of the food chain, and we were always either number two or number three, the top grossing liquor store in Rhode Island. 
So we had access to all allocated stuff. Okay. Uh, 26 years, 27 years ago, I got an interest in cigars, and I believe it or not, you never underestimate your competition. I started off with a five-divider acrylic humidor, and I had five cigars in there, and within four months, I had upped that selection to three big humidors. We probably carried 70 or 80 brands, and... It just ended up, it, we took off from there. Uh, we caught on fast. I was really into it and loved the business. Uh, when I got into business years back, a handshake meant something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I had manufacturers Absolutely. tell me, listen, we don't need to pick you up right now as a wholesale account, but we will because we're looking past the end of our nose and we're going to want you later on. So don't tell anybody that we picked you up direct. Just tell them you traded, you got these things, or you bought them retail and you put them back on. And a handshake is the way it worked. Speeding it up, after 49 years, my brother and I kind of had it with the liquor business. I don't care what you do. After 49 years, enough's enough. It was the worst kept secret in Rhode Island. It wasn't if I was going to open up my own cigar lounge. It was when. Mm -hmm. And everything worked out in uh, November of... 2019, we ended up, got an offer we couldn't refuse, sold the business, I retained the cigar shop, and I had already bought, I was breaking out of the family business, I had already bought this property here, and like I said, we can sit comfortably 80 inside, I can fit another 25 on a deck outside, and we got a courtyard over there, sits 15, Wow. and we just, I basically, we opened up here. In March, uh, March 3rd, 2020. Oh, just uh, at the right time, huh? Perfect yeah. timing. COVID in the federal government shut me down on March 16th for three <laughs> months. Yep, yep. And quite frankly, if I had, had not had the, the money from selling a business, I would have gone under. I mean, sure. They just shut you down. Right. Yep. But it's coming again. Now brings you, brings me to the liquor. We had 49 years of in a liquor industry. Sure. And I had those connections. So I'll challenge anybody. You walk over there, you take a look at that Scotch bourbon selection. You're not finding it anywhere. And yeah. you only get that with longevity. 49 years of respect. Yeah. You got the pappies. So I've got every facing of pappy they make. I've got at least six or seven weller up there. We get everything. We yeah. simply get everything. Rank has its privilege, and that's why that bar is the best bar, hands sure. down. How many uh, actual facings? you got a very large humidor selection. Great. 1,500? You know what? I don't think it's that many. I think it's about 850, maybe okay. 800. Eight, man, we got some humidors out here, maybe over 900 facings. But if you can't come in and find a cigar that you like, right. By all means, you know, just... I, I remember last time we came here, there's cigars, that, you know, it's Rhode Island, so, you know, there's a lot of different stuff, but the selection was awesome, and there's stuff that I saw that, uh, brands that I saw that uh, I haven't heard of, very great selection in there. I mean, I, when I left here, on the ride home, Ricky was half asleep, but I was like, I can't wait to come back to Mr. J's just to pick out a few more cigars. Oh Thank you. Because, I mean... 
if I had an unlimited budget, I would have. I could spend two hundred bucks in there. Just a, two of these, five of these, four of these. You know, whatever it is. Because it's just awesome, the selection. I appreciate that. And more Lanceros than anywhere else. Yeah, well. And let me tell you something. If you think you got more Lanceros in this place, Paul will fight you in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm a little too old for that. Dave will. Actually, Dave, it was nice of you to join us, Dave. So, so Sorry. Joining, to do. joining the podcast, we have uh, Dave Monroe. He is the manager here. I spend Paul's money. So and not <laughs> only is he. Very well. We're smoking this guy. This is what we're smoking. Yep. So, not only is he the manager, um, talking to all sorts of patrons, uh, the last time we were here, and just, they tell me you know everything there is. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't I say do more know. than Mr. J, but then again, no, definitely I've not. Heard, I heard you're a wealth of uh, knowledge. I am definitely the uh, greatest hire by Paul Joyle ever in his life, <laughs> that is for sure. And I got a great face for radio. He absolutely does. I, I'm going to tell you something, Rick. When I open this place, I don't care. When you go in business, anybody that tells you they don't have an exit strategy is lying to you. Right. I was, when I opened this, I was 65. My son at the time was 33. Mm-hmm. And you never have to be the smartest person in the room. All you need right. to do is surround yourself with the best people. That's right. So I've got my son that there isn't a guy that works harder and he white knuckles the steering wheel. He wants everything so perfect. And <laughs> I will tell you flat out, there aren't, there, I don't think there's a cigar shop in the Northeast that has more knowledge in its, cigar, in its retail staff mm-hmm. than I do. Wow. Dave, Carl, Ben... The other Dave that's there, they've been they've been smoking cigars thirty years, and they're passionate about yep. it. And if you're not passionate about what you do, you suck at what you do. Exactly, yep. it's that that's simple. Right. That's and right. I just surrounded myself. These guys here make me look good. Right. The staff is infectious. <laughs> but that's yes. <laughs> in fact, we're infected. not talking about any disease you have. Dave. In fact, one, it, one, it, one of your the female bartender we gave the uh, shirt sure, sure. to. Uh, Bonnie. 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 Yep. Yeah. The female bartender. Now, this yes, this bartender, she wasn't here last no. time. No. She's very good. What's her name? Christine. Christine. <laughs> yeah, she's, I mean, she's got probably, a great... Yeah, she's been with me for about three or four months. Yep. And uh, it, it's funny. It's so family-oriented here. Yeah. Her sister married a guy that was in my wedding party <laughs> 40 years ago. Wow. <laughs> And wow. so that's that's how far back we go. Yep. All right. And uh, whatever. She's a terrific bartender. My bartending staff is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's super. Like I, 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 I've talked about this before, and I'm maybe on the podcast afterwards. This place is is awesome. You know, we got a place uh, twins up in 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 New Hampshire. Love Kurt. Kurt's yeah. a great guy. And this is the what Rhode Island twins. Like. The closest place you can compare it to. You know what? The best compliment I can probably give, before I opened this place, I must have, I just talked Kurt's ear off. Oh, I can see that, yeah. he has got such a great shop, and I talked to Dave Garofalo, every two guys, and they gave me a lot of advice, because I was very familiar with the cigars, but not a bar in a retail, and Kurt had that going. Oh, yeah. So, Kurt's a 
Crit, you know, yeah. Crit is an absolute great guy. Yeah, and it's different enough, but like you guys are right at the same level. I mean, just cleanliness, service, aesthetic. When you when you, you mention consummate everything. staff, right? I thought right away, Garofalo, who's very very dear to us, yeah, and Kurt, who's also dear to us. I I thought him right off the bat. You're not going to meet two greater gentlemen. <laughs> yep. In the Northeast, and those yeah. two right there. Yeah. That and was that was my goal. I said, you know, I had always said I wanted, because Dave doesn't really have the bar, but Kurt yeah. does. Yeah. And I said, I want to be twins south. Why yeah. I love this industry is just like my horticulture industry, we have all competition, this competition, but everyone respects each other Absolutely. and shares information. Absolutely. I go to these industry events as a landscaper, horticulturalist. If listeners haven't known that, I'm a horticulturalist. But it's the same same thing. It's just, and that's why I love this industry. It's I, I think, it's Mike, you'll agree with me on this. This industry here, we're, first of all, we, we all have the same passion. We all yeah. love the leaf, okay? But we all realize we're not each other's competition. The government is the only yeah, person yeah, exactly. that can, they'll put you, you know, they they, sure. they, they'll put you out of business Look with, at you know, the stroke of a pen. Thank you. But uh, we all get along well. Yeah, for the, sure. yeah, 100%. we all get along well. Nobody, nobody talks trash about anybody. We're all in the same business. We respect one another. And you know what? I tip my hat to someone that you know. Like I said, I kind of tried to copy Kurt. What better adoration than that? You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now I'm going to put you both on the spot because you both manufacture cigars. We'll start off with Paul, because I want to also hear about Romacraft. Tell us about your Jay Grotto. And I have to say this. One of the very best Lanceros I've ever smoked was your Silk. Yeah, the Silk. How, how did you get it? actually get into making your cigars? I, well, you know what? You always hear about, they say greed. Uh, that's a two-way street. I wanted. To, I was in the cigar industry, and I mm-hmm. said, "Why not throw my hat in, stop making my own stuff?" It obviously well was my cost and my own store and stuff. Sure. And we had come out with just the regular Jay Grotto brand first, and that one kind of springboarded me. Then we came out with the Reserve, and that one caught fire. The only problem was I just I, we had trouble with the production. I co- we couldn't keep up. I mean, I had, how do, how do you choose? And I'm going to ask you the same questions, Mike. How do you choose who you go with? Because there's I, so many factories. I there. had asked around quite a bit. And at the time, I was doing a lot of business with Alan Rubin right. from Alec Bradley sure. Cigar. And we had gotten samples made from a bunch of people. And I liked what he brought me. But Mike can attest to this. When you, you come out with a new blend of cigars... Right. I mean, this thing is not something that's overnight. I mean, right. it, this, there's a Trials lot of time that goes into sure. it. I had gone down to Honduras and spent about 10 days there working on blend, just working on different blends. And we came, like I said, we came out with the reserve. The reserve really took off. And then I realized at the time, I didn't have a mild cigar. Right. So we came out with the, uh, the silk, Jay Grotto yep. silk. And uh, we did not want to just put straight Connecticut, so we uh, Connecticut shade, so it was Ecuadorian Connecticut right. shade yep. wrapper, and which has got a ton of flavor. 
And on that particular cigar, I went with a double binder. I wanted to really slow the combustion rate sure. down. The slower the, cool, uh, the cigar smokes, the cooler it is. Right. And we should have probably come out with the Lancero first. The, the Silk Line exploded for me and got me into stores that I originally wasn't in. And it was the last one we put in was the Silk Line. Lanceros are the slowest selling size. Right. And yeah, I think it packs the most flavor. Sure, absolutely. I love small ring gear. I love Corona Gordas. I, I, re- I remember I had a box. And we came out with that Lancero. I had and a that box Lancero and it was gone just, within two and a half oh, weeks. Just exploded. Two notes. I love women that like small ga- small ring gauges because I'm Irish. <laughs> second, second, <laughs> second note. Um, I just had the sip of the Basil Hayden. Really good. It's I got don't. that uh, floralness that I like in everything. Oh yeah. And it's it's really good. Yeah, you can't miss with the basil. That's, yeah, that's my that uh, when I do the uh, old fashioned, I do the yeah. basil hate. But getting back to Lancero, yep. that cigar just absolutely took off for me. And that was basically because of Jay. Mm. <laughs> we had a customer, oh boy, known as Turd Ferguson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who actually watched Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live? He insists on going by Turk. And he kept bugging us and bugging us. Why don't you make a Lancero in the silk? And then Paul did, and it's uh, it's my favorite one in the blend. It's and it's not even close, just because I like Lancero. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a plethora of great cigars out there, but take a silk Lancero with a cup of coffee in the morning. And you be the judge. Yep. I'll leave it at that. Same question, Mike. So, you know, Skip Martin, very well known in the industry as you are. How did you figure out who you were choosing and get into this well, business? So at, at that time, I was already in Texas and I had cigar rollers. So kind of quick backstory. I was in real estate. So in 2000, 1999, 98, 99, I was in Costa Rica. Okay. So then, uh, so I did a foreign exchange program in Costa Rica, and then 2000, uh, I finished my degree at OU, and then in um, later on that year, we moved to Austin, Texas, and so that's when I got into my real estate background. So I started a basically launched a brokerage company, and then in 2004, a friend of mine who was in Costa Rica was getting married, so I went back home or back to Costa Rica. And uh, their family had land, so we went to this wedding, showed me this land, and they were trying to sell it. And I said, well, why don't you develop some condos or something on this? And they hadn't, they, they hadn't really even thought or explored that idea. So uh, we went in, we built 16 condos and uh, got it going, kind of with the joint venture kind of group with, with their family. And then during that time, when people would come by and, and would come look at, the, at what we were selling, uh, I had found a, a couple that were rolling cigars out on the beach, and I kind of had befriended them, and they fed me. And you know, <laughs> on the weekends they would do you know paella and all right. kinds of kind of cool stuff. So great family. So anyway, so I would buy their cigars, have them engraved with a little thank you note, and anyone that would come by, I would give them a box of cigars as a kind of a thank you gesture. Right. Kind of fast forward. So in in oh seven oh eight, as the real estate market had kind of shifted and kind of slowed down a little bit. One of their sons had reached out and said that he wanted to come to the States and wanted to work on his English. So I sponsored him and brought up some tobacco. He knew how to roll and process cigars and uh, process tobacco to make cigars. And so I reached out to a local cigar shop called Heroes and Legacies. It's no longer there. 
in Austin. So we put him in a cigar shop. So the you know premise was is they would come in. He would come in and basically make 200 cigars a day. They basically sponsored us. And so when it was all said and done, they had a cigar that they could hand sell and make in-house for about $2.50 a cigar. Wow. And, and you know, so then the family would make the refill bundles, right, based on the blend that we would right. make in-house. The word kind of got out that I had a roller. And then so more shops started kind of calling me. And so as I kind of made my way through San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas, then, you know, another roller came, another roller came, and then I ended up having like about four when it was all said and done. So during the same time as I'm kind of on my journey, I'm thinking like, hey, you know, when the real estate market kind of cycles back around, like I'm going right. to go back over here because sure. all the money that I'd made in real estate, I'm bleeding over here in the cigar stuff. But I was having fun with it. And at the time, uh, I want to say uh, Hurricane Ike came through Galveston and Skip had worked for Dell, but also had a cigar shop in Galveston Island and it got hit and it flooded. So I'll never forget. So we had, Skip and I had met in the Austin kind of market because he was based out of Austin. Dell Computers is based out of Austin. And so we kind of ran around the same cigar shops and kind of known each other, but never weren't really close, but would smoke cigars from time to time. And Charlie Tarano had come through town and there was a shop called Fume that uh, was a, a Tarano lounge. So uh, Raul Dizla, who now runs Natsa, was one of the rollers that worked for me here in the United States. And he worked for me about eight years when it was all said and done. So anyways, Charlie Tarano comes through and he goes, hey, here's Raul. Like, I know this guy. And Skip's like, you know this guy? You know, and, and uh, he said, you know, basically the Tarano family senior had brought Raul and Esteban, the brothers, over uh-huh. from the Dominican to start Latin cigars, which is where they basically started making CAO right. and you know the Tarano blends right. and, and that before they s- sold off to Scandinavia. So when they sold off to Scandinavia, Raul came to work for me, and Esteban stayed and ran that factory. So anyways, long story short, Skip came to me and said, hey man, you know I used to buy these cigars from Christian b- before they sold it to Davidoff. So they would go down to factory tours and so... You know, they'd buy different variations of cigars that they, you know, were either lost leaders or stuff that they had rolled, production stuff they had kind of stopped making, or, you know, maybe the, you know, whoever they made it for never picked them up. He had a cigar that he brought over to me that was really special. He goes, I only got like three or four of these left. So we deconstructed it. And I said, I don't have the tobacco here to make this cigar because it's really thicker, heavier, to, you know, textured cigars, tobacco. I said, but I'm going to Nicaragua to buy more tobacco for the rollers. And so we went down and we created Pro Magnon. That was kind of the launch for... So, long story short, to get back to your original question of how did you go with who you mm-hmm. make, we make our own cigars. So, Nico Sueño is our factory. Right. So, during that time, you know, my experience with a lot of producers and manufacturers were that if you didn't have control of the tobacco and you didn't have, you know, kind of boots on the ground and you didn't have right. <clears throat> a, a lot of these things kind of ironed out, you had these potholes that you were kind of going to get into, mm-hmm. right? So, government... You know, tobacco taxes, right. excise tax, you sure. know, state taxes uh, were going to be a big issue. You know, procurement of tobacco and the right amount of tobacco that you would have for the blends that you needed to sustain them. And the capital that you needed to kind of get all this, you know, ahead of time were some challenges that, you know, we kind of talked about early on and said, if, you know, if you can't navigate through these challenges and mediate some of your risk, then it's really not worth this. So as we started making Cro-Magnon, Esteban in the back of his house were, were making Cro-Magnon cigars and Skip was selling them through Twitter. 
And this is, you know, back before, you know, <laughs> right. to get on Facebook, you actually had to have like a, like an education yeah, oh, yeah. university email address, right? So Facebook wasn't really a thing and, and Instagram wasn't even thought of at the time. But he had a big following through Twitter because when people come through the island, you know, he would use Twitter to kind of, you know, you know, promote the shop and, and really kind of talk about what was going on on the island post the hurricane, right? Mm-hmm. So as we were kind of uh, documenting this launch of this cigar, it wasn't really even a launch. It was really I was making the cigar for right. Skip. And what year and was this? This is uh, 2010. I was going to say about 2010, Yeah, right? yep. And so uh, we make this broadleaf cigar. It's called Cro-Magnon. Yep. So what was funny is, you know, let's make 5,000 cigars, see how it does. So over three days, you know, we sell 5,000 cigars. We're doing... You know, five packs for $45. People are calling, giving me their credit card. I'm running the credit card. You know, his kids are over there stuffing envelopes of cigars, right? We're mailing them out. Let's do it again. So now we're into 2011, wow. you know, and so we kind of keep doing this until basically May of 2011. And then I get a phone call from Esteban and he's like, hey, there's no more Broadleaf. And Skip's like, well, just how much more money do you need to go buy some more? And it's like, well, it doesn't work that way. Again, this is like, this is one of those things. Like if you don't buy enough whenever it's available, like your right. supply chain really is disrupted. And so... We went down to Nicaragua and, and we uh, called Jonathan Drew. Jonathan Drew says, you know, we can't really sell tobacco, but go talk to Gustavo Cura. And Gustavo Cura, who runs Natsas, like, or uh, the Oliva tobacco family, and says, yeah, I got broadleaf. You know, back then it was, you know, right. as much as you wanted. So we picked out approximately, I, I want to say there's like eight bills of Habano, which is the Aquitaine line that right. I gave you, and, you know, probably four or five bales of broadleaf at the time. So, all in all, it's about three hundred and fifty thousand, four hundred thousand dollars worth of tobacco wow. that we're over here signing our name on. Right. And Skip's like, "Okay, when do we start?" And they're like, uh, 13 months." You know, because right. you got to go through the whole fermentation right. process, right? So, real, you know, you know, this is a very long answer to your question, but <laughs> it's interesting. Though. It's you know? very So Skip goes, "Well, what can we make right now? Like, what do you have that we can make to you know cigars with right now?" And so, you know, Connecticut's always available. And then we had this long conversation about the Brazilian Arapiraca. Because Jonathan Drew had literally just told us, whatever you do, don't use Brazilian Arapiraca because it's hydroscopic. So it, it absorbs and, and evaporates tobacco at the same pace and rate. But they had a whole bunch of it that they sent back and they'd had it for three or four years. So Skip's like, well, let's go look at this Arapiraca. It's got to be tasty. So then we ended up buying a bunch of that. So... Uh, that's when we launched the Intemperance brands, which right. was the Connecticut and the Brazilian Maduro wrapper. And so, if you don't have control over your own right. production and your that's own right. things, right? You can't so control your cost, right. nothing. All of that thing. So, yeah. it's, a, it's a big capital investment, but we launched uh, Nica Sueño officially. We opened the doors in 2013. Wow. So, we made cigars behind Esteban's house for almost a year and a half before we you know, had built the factory and launched that. So Beautiful. That's it's the end. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Rocky told us a similar story. When he, when he started doing cigars, he went in with the Placencias and said, I need control over everything. I'm going to come in. I'm going to run the, the factory right. and, and get control over it. And so uh, there's a lot to be said about that. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't have uh, attorney capital money, but I had Skip, you know, Dalianer money. Right. So it was good. Mm-hmm. Worked out. There so. you go. The uh, you know, realistically, I mean, and, and even even if you own your own factory, it's still, you know, again, we have this disruption with the uh, with the Connecticut broadleaf, right? Like, mm-hmm. so just because you own your factory, there's still disruptions, right? Sure. I mean, if it if it's you know, uh, if it rains too much, sure, you know, if it's if, if it doesn't rain year. enough, right? You know, it doesn't rain yeah, too hurricane, much this year. You know, yeah. you, you you know, I don't Bad know this, problem this year. Yeah, you know, in Ecuador, there was a, a full crop lost because of, of heavy rain this year, yep. right? So 
a lot of things can still disrupt. You know, you look at Esli Lajero, right? Like right. the the consumption and demand of Esli Lajero has gone through the roof on top of not having enough rain, yep. you know, down there, right? So, again, you know, yeah. it, so there's a lot of things that still you have to kind of plan for. So you can buy, and I didn't mean to take over. No, so I not apologize. at all. The, um, I find this very interesting. <laughs> this is yeah. wicked interesting. So, yeah. so, for example, in 2018, when the revolutions happened in, right. in Nicaragua, and that's a whole other conversation. But essentially, <laughs> what ended up happening is in 2018, there was the elections were happening. Actually, before the elections, it was the president and his wife were taking money out of the retirement fund. Long story short, the people revolted because um, they didn't like that, and a lot of the big companies decided because they weren't they didn't know because the Pan American was shut down that they would be able to get cigars. So they loaded up on a lot of product. So then you go into 2019 trade show. The 2019 trade show, unless it was a new release, quote unquote, right. they didn't really buy. The people who went to the trade show didn't buy nearly as much as they needed to, and so the cigar sales in 2019 were actually relatively low. So the production overall through Esteli had slowed down quite a bit, right. which allowed companies like ours to go in and buy a lot of broadleaf and other things that were available because the demand wasn't there to really. Right. Need to replenish, right? Yeah, so we bought a lot. So we've had Cro-Magnon available, you know, 2019, 2020, 21, and 22, and we're just now kind of getting to the very end of it. But that was because we bought so much during that time that it allowed us to make Cro-Magnon at this, you know, 300, 350,000 cigars a year kind of, you know, to to kind of, you know, make sure that we had it on the shelves. So I I know it's ballsy to do that and go buy it, but realistically, that was money in a bag. Well, it's it part really capital. Was. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It, you know, you're either in a game or you're not. Oh, yeah. you're not. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, uh, Skip and I just did a, a $2 million investment just in our bodegas, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of money, but to some of these other people, like, I mean, Swisher or, or right. whoever can, you know, I mean, that that's yeah, peanuts that, to them, right? Pennies. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's the rounding error on, the, right. on, on, on their P&L, right? right? So, but for us, like, that's that's a lot of money. And so... It's all relative. But, you know, it's like, Again, you know, you, you, we're talking about the store and how beautiful the store is, right? I mean, I'm sure every time you're having to write another invoice for the air oh. system or whatever, you're puckering up, right? It just doesn't stop. It, it doesn't, right? And, and, this, and we're not open, and these bills just keep coming sure. in. Absolutely. Like I had told Rick earlier, we put an HVAC ventilation system in this lounge, which means nothing to probably most people, but... It's great here. Everyone... Every vent, every HVAC system. It's not something you just go buy. No, you've got to have an you know an engineer right. come in. The engineer they build it to specs, and yeah. and a lounge this size, thirty five hundred square feet, that's two hundred grand. Yeah, sure. So I and do that's that. money out of your pocket before you even you know right. what I mean. But in retrospect, it was the best money I ever spent. Absolutely. So I got a question about. You starting during COVID. I know a brewery in the North Shore in Essex, Massachusetts, okay. that a few months before COVID, it was fall of late fall of uh, 2019, and they didn't make a profit until 21, summer of 21. I'm just curious on how long did it take for you to rebound from COVID and everything else? I'm in a unique situation. First of all, if they opened in 19 and they started making a profit in 21, that's actually good. Yeah. That's good because normally it takes you three or four years. But you have to understand, in my situation, I wasn't a new business. That's true. I was an existing business 
that just moved. Right. I took my employee, I took my, you know, my cigar employees with me. Yeah. So all I did was just relocated and took what I had and just put it on steroids. <laughs> and I had the luxury of being on a road, and God bless you, Mike, I, I know you're on a road constantly, but I was on a road for about maybe 12, 13 years. And I had always made notes when I walked in lounges. It was like, I like this. Oh, yeah. boy, I never do that. So I knew exactly what I wanted to build. Like I said, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I saw what other people did. Yeah. And I just took the good, canned the bad. And so when I walked in here, I knew exactly where I was going. And we hit the, other than the government shut me down for three months, but Nobody was working. Right, so the right. cigar business was fantastic. Sure. And people were coming up with they gimmicks. They were coming up. Yeah. So like, like, we were fine. Yeah. We were fine. You guys had and sold boxes out the front oh, door was, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they would just call in. And, I mean, we were just on the phone. We had somebody manning the phone, taking yeah. the orders, sure. running them out, running their credit cards, and running them outside. So just like all the, so a lot of the other lounges. It I was, just- was actually profitable in my first year. Wow. But... Again, I didn't have a mortgage. I, right. I, we had just sold a business that, that was in business right, so for yeah. 49 years. So, so did you buy the building? I had a couple of sleepless nights because I had bought this building before I had sold the business. I had oh, just, I yeah. wanted out of the family business. And so this it, building was existing. It was an exist. It was used to be a pizza parlor. Oh wow! Well, and I, I ended up, like I said, we bought it. this, and I had my business sold, and it fell through. This gentleman come up to me, and it would have been his thirteenth liquor store in Rhode Island, and he'd give me a down payment, and come up to me, and maybe a month later, and said, "My wife just had a massive heart attack." She's not doing well. I got to back out. And you know something? The greatest gift my father ever gave me or my parents was never fall in love. If money's your first love, you're going to be a miserable bastard. Yep. I gave him his money back. His wife died a month later, which gave me a good feeling. God God bless you for that. He wasn't bullshitting me. Yeah. And I gave him his money back when I had already committed to here. And yet, you know what happens? God works in mysterious ways. Exactly. Somebody comes out of nowhere, offers me crazy money. We never use a real estate agent. I'm out of the business in five weeks, and we hit the ground running. Wow. Wow. And I remember the last time I was here, your dad had just passed away. And I I, I remember you were thinking of a eulogy, and it was sad. And I was like, he's a wonderful man. Celebrate his life change go for go from the sadness to the greatness yeah he was a wonderful man died at 96 world war ii that greatest generation we still have a little bit of a uh memorial Memorial there for him celebrate him i i do you know what i we never ever ever not talk about him i've got memories yeah why not why not enjoy my my grandfather my grandparents both of them my grandfather's a veteran and they both say when they're past they want a toga party 
They want Otis Day in the Nights, and they want it to <laughs> Otis, my man. Yeah, my man. <laughs> my man. Otis. And they want it to be big because it's a celebration of life. Sure. The last question I'm going to ask, and I'm going to ask all three of you, is because, Dave, you're the manager of this great place, and there's 850 facings. What are we got? 850? 900? Uh, I think it's just short of, like, 800. Okay. It's right I, around I counted. Now. It was 786. Yeah, yeah. just short. So, so... Loaded question. What's your go-to cigar? Oh, man. Uh, Because, I I mean, you work here every day. So, I mean, I really don't have a go-to in here because I'm smoking something different every day. I mean, you walk through the the humidor and it's like, oh, I haven't smoked this in a while. Or, man, I haven't smoked this in a while. Or, I haven't smoked this in a while. So, you know... You know, uh, there's one. Oh, I haven't smoked this in two years. Before well, you know, it's, you know, you look. Yep. At, then you look at the box date downstairs, and it's like, holy, <laughs> this has got four years on it. I'm gonna smoke this. I don't have one, but okay. uh, I mean, our brand. I love the Silk Lanso. I absolutely yep. love it, and uh, I like the uh, Toro the best out yep. of the Anniversario. That's and Paul and Mike. I'm gonna ask you um, the same question. You know what? I'm gonna. My answer is gonna probably surprise you. When I got into the manufacturing side, a good friend of mine, George Padrone, gave me some advice, and it was the best advice anybody's ever given me. Yep. He said, like your brand, but don't fall in love, love with, with it, it because you have a retail shop. That's right. And what I mean by that is, if you fall in love with your brand, you won't put other stuff that's going to compete right. with it yep. in. And it helps your brand but hurts your shop. That's right. So, of course, I love my own stuff, but there isn't a day that goes by that I don't smoke someone else's stuff. I think you get a lot more credibility when someone walks in and saying, gee, I thought you'd only smoke Jay Grotto. And it's like, no, you know, I'm, whatever, I'm smoking this Roma Craft, Cro-Magnon. I love this cigar. When you can praise another manufacturer, sure. people respect that. And, and that's why I love this industry. And a lot of the cigar everything. owners and brand owners, a lot of the stores that we've interviewed, same that same thing. Therein lies the awesomeness of this industry. What about you, Mike? Well, I'm in love with our new Volstead. The Sumatra. <laughs> yeah. um, the new cigar. Yeah. Actually, you know what's funny is, is so Aquatine Anthropology is probably the, the, four, the five and a quarters by 46. I love that size, that format. However, I mean, I smoke everybody's cigars. So when you look in my bag, like I've got, I usually. But you're not a retailer. I'm not and a retailer, but, I, but I'm so a cigar you know, nerd, right? I so, know you are. So, I know so, you smoke but, but, but it's important because I have asked this to every single owner we've ever had on a show. Sure. I ask the reps, and a few of the owners have flat out said, oh, I only smoke what I sell. I remember we asked that, I think, to Nick Perdomo, who said, you have to smoke everybody else's you want to know what the other guy is Absolutely. doing no for sure yeah so i mean like if you uh if you were to ask me like hey like what have you smoked recently that you really really like you know off top of my head i mean obviously i think the padrone hermoso is probably one of my short quick smokes mm-hmm. that's a that's a great cigar you know i think foundation is doing some really good stuff yeah. you know actually I, the claro that he does in the almec i think that's a fantastic yep, with cigar. Great cigar. Been one of our biggest sellers. Oh, yeah. Justo yeah. has the Corojo Reserva yep. that he does. Yep. Great cigar. I, dude, I crushed that by the box. Do you like the classic? I like I like the classic. No. So even, I, I like the, even no, the Cameroon. I, I kind of I kind of get into what I like, and then I smoke a lot of that one. I don't really deviate, but you know, I, I think the, the Cameroon is nice. Yeah. The Cameroon is nice. But to me, again, as a purist, if you ask me if you, you know, 
beans and chili. <laughs> you do not. And it's um and what I mean by that is is like, you know, chili is chili and if it's got beans it's goulash or something else. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> but if it's not a Cameroon cigar, yep. then you can't call it a Cameroon cigar. It's a it's a hybrid, right? right? So not that it's not. I'm just saying, as yep. a purist, right? So, but they do fantastic stuff. So I don't even. So, I don't want to fan of Aladino. Yeah, Aladino does a great fan. job. But what else is out there that's come out that's really? That's, there's a lot of great cigars out there. I mean, there, but I, you know, there I gotta tell you, we live in the Renaissance age. I don't care if you look around when it comes to any type of commodities. Not everybody can afford a Pottic for week orange. Right. Not everybody can afford, a, you know, a Ferrari and a Rolls Royce. In the cigar industry, this is the greatest time. There is, in my opinion, the best quality cigars at affordable prices. At affordable mm-hmm. prices. Who sure. cannot afford right. to smoke a $35, whatever it is. Right. You can smoke with the Schwarzeneggers and the, right. the wealthy, the super right. wealthy in the world smoke. It's a for, it's the only affordable commodity. Yeah. yeah, it's accessible to the average right. working man, and I don't care name anything else: watches, cars, whatever, real estate. Right. You can't afford it, yep. but this you can. Even a horticulturalist can smoke cigars. Well, yeah. well, my point is, I'm a pragmatist, <laughs> and being a pragmatist, I do whatever works. And so you can have your Maserati and your Lamborghini, and you know what? My Hyundai is going to get me to point A to point B. That's correct. And, and the bottom line, you know, that's how I've lived my life. And so when you walk into a cigar shop and see just a plethora of great cigars at an affordable price, that's what I go by. And I don't have a problem. In fact, I met somebody who sold the $40 stick, and I said, I won't buy it. And he said, why? And it's not that I don't have the money. I could buy three of my favorite cigars for the same price and yeah. enjoy them just as much. That I No, I'm 100%. And, I agree with you. I mean, but, you know, our price point on, on the cigars that we produce are kind of in that $6.50 right. to $12 price point. You've always been in that yeah. sweet the spot. But, yeah, I mean, so we, we you know, and it's funny because I think that realistically, I, even though Paul is correct in the fact that this is, you know, the tobacco is better than it's ever been. Right. You know, the leaves are thicker. They're longer, you know, so when you look at, you know, how many pounds per thousand, you're actually, you know, you're doing better. So maybe you used to get 20 pounds per thousand. Now you're at 18 because of the texture and thickness of the of the actual leaf. But the reality of it is coming from the trade show, I saw cigars that were 35, 50, 60, $100. And so there's this market that's the separation of, you know, the average kind of working man cigar and then like this ultra, ultra premium right. price point cigars, right? Which, and again, they're selling. It's not like they're not moving because they're, you know. Right. However, I think a lot of guys, you know, if you can afford it, God bless you, you've earned it. Right. But I still think that mid-tier price point is really kind of being neglected or it's kind right. of being forgotten. I could be wrong, but that's yeah, just my absolutely. take on it. So, we have to rate this cigar. Paul has oh. to get going, but we need to uh, at least. I'm, I'm good. I'm good for a while. Okay, good. I'm good for a while. I am thoroughly enjoying Apparently he's having this. fun. Who would have figured that? <laughs> I am enjoying this. Well, miserable Nick, are you Thank having you, fun? Nick. I'm having fun. This is as much fun as I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've actually smiled once or twice. Wow. <laughs> it hurts. But yeah. 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 To, to quote Nick, you pussies from New Hampshire need to get down here to uh, Rhode Island and... You know, I will and visit say the best shops in the world. Yeah, yeah and can visit I ask the you best a shops in the you world. You, you used want. to frequent my old store, did you not? Yes, yep. sir. 
because I we go back a while. Yes, it's not. You were a customer long before I was here. But I I went originally for the bourbon and then said holy. Okay. Sure. You guys got cigars too, and then started buying stuff because you guys had different stuff from everywhere else. And well, that really, honestly, like I'm not. I don't want to give you a compliment. You being here, but uh, you, put you, me can, from, you feel free. Feel I was free, doing. Really. I was doing Max Hampton Court in like CO Italy, and then when I seen so you have really Dave gets credit. Moved me up, said, "Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that?" He's got a big enough ego now. Don't give him, don't stroke. <laughs> but that. that's important. I'm saying, I don't want to say. I'll knock points off the cigar rating. Don't worry. It's, don't you know, it's it's, it's it's very important that you have a manager that knows his stuff. Like the story I told you, I was in St. Petersburg. Brand new smoker came in, and the staff person gave him a tabernacle. The guy smoked three puffs, put it down, and I said, "We well, you just we just lost the cigar smoker." Yeah, you gotta know you gotta know the people you oh, serve. Oh, absolutely! You, 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 you know, be a consummate. You gotta have the knowledge. When you ask someone what their profile, their flavor profile right. is, and again, that's what separates us. I'm not going to mention names, right. but you no, go no, to no. you go to a lot of cigar shops. You got a bartender that runs in and sells you a cigar. Right. Well, you know what? You tell them you don't like something spicy, and it's just how's this? Oh, that's a good cigar. It's spicy as hell. Right. You walk out and you feel like you just got screwed. That's right. And yeah. when someone tells you, put that back. You're right. not going to like it. You're not going to yeah. like it. The last and then sells you something you yeah. love. Yeah. Right. You Let- just you just you know he's your friend for life now. Yeah. Last night there was a girl and she came into the bar. And it's and, not their fault. I right. blame the management. And, right, and she doesn't smoke. And I sold her a cigar and she loved me for it. I mean, it was awesome. And then she says she loves apple picking, so it was a win-win. Oh, <laughs> McGroin, don't take a girl apple picking on your first date. McGroin, uh, and, and if you do take and if you do take a apple picking. Don't tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you want to share. He's like, no. dude, that's my closer. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he knows what he's doing. He can send her up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Apple picking is a euphemism. He's lying. <laughs> I, will, I, will t- I, I do have to t- just mention this, that the last time we came, of course, the pussies from New Hampshire came down, and I think at not, around 9 o'clock at night, a gentleman came over to us and said, you guys are animals, as hey. he took an Oba home. That would be me. <laughs> Let, let me tell you something. I'll tell, say what I said to everybody else. I bought a comfortable couch for a reason because I want to spend time on, on it. it. On it. Yeah. I don't want to spend the day with you people. <laughs> Till one thirty in the morning. So we haven't <laughs> talked about this cigar. This is except delicious. for when we lit it. This is great cigar. Yes, it's but, smoking nice. You know, when I first started, it's it, it tasted uh, real full bodied when it started. It mellowed out. This is just delicious. It is, and the construction is fabulous. So what I, I like about Boston's. a cigar is when you just light it and you can sit here and just talk and whatnot, and you don't have to worry about the cigar and it just smokes itself. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, you don't that have to is, light it up every two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like I had one last night that just wouldn't stay lit, and it was just a very bad experience. The cigar was good, but to having to keep hitting it and it just kept going out. You know, I don't mind. These, I gotta, believe, are from 2020, you, by the way, too. They, you got to touch the cigar up a little bit to yep. keep it brimming. I don't have an years. issue with that, but if you're having trouble keeping it lit yeah. or you're having trouble that's a drawing problem. off it, that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, there's a difference so, between kind of tinkering and kind of yes. being a fidgeter right. Right? and just kind of mm-hmm. you know, touching it up versus yep. being... Not. Something about the cigar that I've been trying to, you know, that extra layer of criticism, and it might be the angle of the sun coming in, but... 
the smoke cloud of it is very elegant and it's actually really pretty coming out of the cigar and there you go you need to go on a date and uh, take the cigar with you yeah and so uh this cigar is growing going very well right now smoke is good taste is good it's toothy wrapper yeah so the best way to describe it if you think about it right what are the four categories you look for scar for a baller gangster player a pimp it covers all four categories (laughs) all four categories right here (laughs) thank you nick Am I the only one? No, you guys don't think it's guys that way. We gotta have a sound drop on that one. That would be good. Yeah, that, I got one right there. That, that's a cut and paste right there. <laughs> <laughs> <a> drop for <laughs> you. All right, so we're gonna do the current events. So just to give you guys who haven't done this before, we go to lounges all the time. We do shows in lounges and we review cigar lounges. That's one of the things we do. And any place we've been to, we keep track of their current events, and we do a little current events section. And uh, that's what we're going to do now. Let's go through these places. Uh, this is the stuff that's going on at places that we've been at. And uh, what do you say, Hob? You ready to rock and yes, roll here? Yes, we're all ready. Okay. Okay, we're going to go with Twins Londonderry, New Hampshire. Every day at 724, get the 724 drink special. Not just blowing smoke podcast live in the 724 lounge Mondays at 7 p.m. Rocky Patel will be in the house Friday, October 20th, 3 to 7 p.m. Win a weekend at the lake house with Kurt and Rocky Sunday, October 22nd, Kurt's birthday bash with Rocky, 12 to 5 p.m. So basically what happens there, if you buy a box, you get in the raffle, and they're going to have 12 people go up to the Kurt's Lake House for the weekend, yep. and then they'll come back on Sunday and do the birthday bash at, at the lounge. There. I'll so, win that one, too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, then we go to Ash Cigar Lounge, Kingston, New Hampshire. Woman's Bash, Wednesday, August the 30th. No, the and bash was last night, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they... they so up at the Ash, uh, Steve Bartell owns the Molan Labe line. He, he, he just started it last year, and he came out with the 23 line, and the, the release party was last night at the lounge, and Pat and I went. Oh, yeah. And it was packed with women all dressed to the nines. Yep. I got one amazing. of their numbers, you know. Yeah. There you go. That's what so I do. Taking kind of a raffle pick. Bring a raffle pick. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Dave's got the perfect shirt, too, if you want it. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah. Multiple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Go All right, here we go. NFL Sundays with Ash Start, September the 10th. Smoking Sticks in the Sticks with the Boston Guidos and the Wicked Snackers. Steve D'Amato bringing the Sopranos, John Flory and Frank Sanatori. <laughs> Santorelli. Santorelli. Hey, Harvey, don't feel bad. I that up uh, last Frank week. Frank yeah. Santorelli. Yeah. No, it's John Fiore um, and Frank Santorelli. They yes, were, they on, were uh, on The Sopranos. So I, remember, I know John Fiore. Yeah. Yeah. On Saturday, September 16th at 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, then we go up in the mountains there, original cigar and bar, North Conway, New Hampshire, open Wednesdays to Sunday. As always, buy five cigars, get one free. Then we go Eli Smoking Lounge, Nashville, New Hampshire, Industry Night Tuesdays. Stogie Wednesdays with cigars and whiskey specials. The ladies' night is on Thursday at 6 p.m. $3 drink specials. Uh, the backlot patio is open. Uh, book in advance. Uh, then we go to Tobacco Shack Rally Mass, extending some of the hours. Thursdays and Fridays until 10 p.m. Football season is coming. All Patriots games are on at the shack. Then we go Michael Cigar Bar, the Worcester Mass. The power is off due to a flood. 
Live music. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they had a flood in a basement of building adjacent. Yeah. And they had to turn the power off in the block there so that they can uh, yeah. clean it up. And yeah. and they expected to be on by now, but yeah. it's going to go into next week. Yeah. Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, video games, Sundays, and Taco Tuesdays, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Taco Tuesday. Oh, then we go to Mr. J's Havana Cigar Lounge, Coventry, Rhode Island. Woo! Albo Cigar po- Promo. Or a, I can't pronounce this word, U-K-I-A-H. How's that pronounced? Yukia? I don't know. Yukia Loom 2? Yukia That's it. We'll take your word for it. It's a fire pit. With the sound system in it. All right, Loom 2, tabletop fire pit with BTM sound system is running through September the 10th. Uh, bar, uh, BBQ Cigar Dinner with uh, Alvo Cigars Monday, September the 11th, 6 p.m. That's $50 per person. includes dinner and three cigars. Comedy Night, September the 16th, 8 p.m. That's $20 per person. Reserve your seat today. Both events are limited seating. Could I just add something on that? Yeah. yeah. So I see a bunch of football uh, uh, stuff on here every Sunday. Uh, football Sundays, Patriot Games. We put a spread of food out there. There was no charge for anyone. That's every Sunday. We don't ask you to buy anything. Uh, just come on in and watch the games. Even if you're a Yankees fan? <laughs> well, it's for football. It's not for Yankees. Just, so, well, just an FYI that the no uh, Jets fans. Navy Jets and the Irish are playing college football right now in England, and it's not on. So let's get what's up with that. Uh, I didn't didn't even know. I'm over here while trying to watch it on my phone. Oh, uh, well, I'm in the corner here. I don't have okay, no control. I we have no control. <laughs> put it on right after. I will put it on as soon as I get up. Okay, here we go. Havana Cigar, Woolwich, Rhode Island. Uh, barbecue Party and with Rick Hilton and Brian McDonald, hosted by Rojas Cigars, John Gazzaro. Gazzaro. Yep, Johnny Gazzaro. G. Yeah. Johnny G. Gazzaro, Sunday, September the 14th at noon. Patriots versus the Jets at 1 p.m. Food at 2 p.m. So... Reservations required for the food, $40 per person for complimentary with box purchase. Uh, so hang on. So who's Rick Hilton and Brian McDonald? Any idea? I have no idea. <laughs> they're, run, they're running the barbecue, so maybe the barbecue guys. I have no idea. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, St. Ray's football fundraiser, Saturday, September the night, cookout, raffle, cigars at $25 per person, cornhole and two poker tournaments, and that's $60 each. Then we go to the Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Bob's Cigar Dinner, Wednesday, September 27th, 5 p.m. That's $70 per person. Includes a four-course prime rib dinner and four cigars. Trivia night, Saturday, September 16th. Uh, then we go out to Pennsylvania. Best Cigar Pubs, Drums, Pennsylvania. NEPA Cornhole Classic, Saturday, September 9th. Registration, 11 a.m. to noon. That's $25 per person. Or $50 for a team of two. Three division prizes for the top teams. Ah, uh, this is one of the places Rick went to a week or so ago, or a few days ago. The uh, Cigar Quarters, Haines City, Florida, Denim and White Party, Saturday, September 16th, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, Haines City First Cigar and Wine Festival, Saturday, September 23rd, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the Railroad Park. Vendor and sponsors packages available. And a big shout out to Anthony and Chahara's wife. I just came back from there. Phenomenal place. We gave him a cigar hack shirt. He puts it on on Mondays and they listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last but not least, 
one of our favorite places. Uh, uh, Rick's been to this one too. Corona Cigar, Orlando, Florida. The new Sarasota location grand opening Friday, September the 8th, 6 to 9 p.m. Bulls on Parade pairing event with Dalmar Cigar Malt Samplings and <laughs> Chicoutery. Yeah. Chicoutery. And three years. And Chicoutery. And includes three LFD cigars, Bull Reserve Especial uh, in 1994. That's $60 per person. No tickets necessary. Sand Lake on Wednesday, September the 20th, 6 to 9 p.m. And that's it for the current events, folks. There you go. And I got a couple other things. We didn't do the the news section here. The uh, New England Cigar Expo is uh, September 29th and 30th up there in New Hampshire. You guys uh, get wind of this? No. So uh, this is uh, two guys basically running this thing. They used to have their anniversary party, and they turn it into New England Cigar Expo. It's going to be a big chigaler oh, yeah, yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. 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 Giving away a cop. Yep. Giving away a cop. Uh, yeah. 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 So you it's, changed the time on that. Good. So it's two days. It's uh, Friday and Saturday, the 29th and 30th. So you can get a one-day ticket for Saturday only for 20 cigars at, and uh, – for two twenty-five or three ninety-five for the two-day package. So the first night on Friday night is the dinner, and that's where they'll be giving away the cow. So it's basically the place they're doing at it is a farm, and they have they raise cattle there. So the big prize beef. is two sides of beef. Where's Left the beef in a refrigerator and a freezer? A freezer, a freezer, and a freezer. Yeah, you get one side, and then you get the other side when you're ready for that. So that's coming up the end of September. It's about 900 pounds of meat because I yeah. just split a cow yep. with a friend of mine this spring. We got like 460 pounds wow. of meat. Yep. Someone, yep. Each. someone told me I was a cow once. Wow. That was not a good date. Yeah, and then the other thing that's going on, Big House Tobacco in uh, Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania, is it. participating in the third <laughs> annual Cigar Barbecue at Montage Mountain. Uh, Labor Day weekend, Saturday, September 2nd, noon to 5. Only 600 tickets. Pre-sale is $99 and includes six cigars, event lighter, beer, food, and whatnot tickets. Can I uh, get in here for a second? Mm-hmm. You mentioned the new Corona in Saratoga. If you're ever in Florida, you've got to go to Corona. Jeff Borshowitz has got an incredible... How many stores does he have now, do you know? I think this is their fifth. This is his fifth. They got five. They got Sand Lake, Lake Mary, uh, downtown Orlando, Tampa, and the brand new store in Sarasota. They're beautiful places. They really are. You owe it to yourself if you don't. Which I've been to all five. Forget that place. Come up You get a trophy for that, too? Thank for, you. A participation yep. trophy for I going did. all five? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Participation trophy. Good yeah. job, Ricky. Let's give uh, Ricky all a yeah. round of applause here. By, by the way, a big shout-out to Kyle and Fabian. I love this. This was made for me. Oh, your poker? My oh, poker. Yeah. Poker. Yeah. Nurse Rick. It's a cigar with a V-cut. Absolutely love it. Yep. Well, I could uh, pimp a couple more things here for Mr. J's, if Go you right guys ahead. don't mind. So we mentioned the Avo dinner. So we run dinners from September to May. It's the first Monday of every month featuring a different brand. They all sell out. We get 80 people in here. We do crazy deals. Our members get 30% off on those deals. Wow. And that's why they sell out. We move a ton of product, give out great food, raffle off great prizes, much props to the reps who help out. They give us cigars. They're for, incredible. 
they, they really all help are. out. Every company that we ask, even Avo, give us cigars to put in the members' lockers to help because we have 134 members. There's roughly 267 cigars that I put in the lockers every month. As you can probably add up, that's a lot of money every <laughs> single month going into those lockers. So, so Nick mentioned on the way here, you, yeah, you give three cigars or depending uh, on your membership. Right. And I was like, that was that's a brilliant idea. I mean, I don't. Come- I think person. I think we're the only place that sticks that kind of amount of cigars. Right. I don't even know other yeah. places that. There's other places even, we know that have memberships that put nothing in your locker. Right. Even if it was one cigar. Yeah. That would like be like. Holy crap! Like this is awesome because it's just—it's a surprise. It's so spontaneous. It's a surprise, and, and and if you have a new cigar that goes in there, you're giving your members absolutely. That's a right. hell of a selling point. I, yes. You know what? I I don't know why more people don't do it. Yeah. But again, maybe that's why I've been in business for fifty three years. You're always better off to make three dimes rather right. than a quarter. That's right. And we've always taken that. You know, that view on things. My memberships are crazy cheap. That's why we've got about a year wait at least to get a membership in there. Yep. You almost can't afford not to do it. But the bottom line is when they come in, everybody likes to feel like they're part of the club. And it's like, hey, come on down. Come on to the club where I belong to. They've got their cigars. And guess what? They're drinking when they're here, so yep. I'm making it one way or another. Yeah, yep. it's like every month's Christmas. Every so, month, yeah, it's, it's your stocking stuffer right there. So, uh, five hundred dollar membership this month got three Avo cigars in their locker. Next month, we're doing Oliva. Todd is the rep for Oliva, the local rep. He will help out. He gives the cigars as well. They're not all donated. I mean, we, you know, they'll right, donate yeah. one cigar for every member, and then it's on us to yep. put more in there. But that's 267 cigars every single month that are going into those lockers. Yeah. So, um, and it's good to be the I'm, manager because you can tell the staff to do the work. Yeah, they, no, I do. Oh, he <laughs> I do it all. He's I do exhausted it all. when he's done. The, the 15th, I try and do it. That Whatever that Tuesday is in the middle of the month, I put it in there so it gives yep. them time. They'll smoke it. I put Avo in there two weeks before, three weeks before the right. dinner. They like it. It helps us. You know, hey, I like this. Where is it? It's Where in there. Where is it? I want to buy it. Come buy it that Monday night. You're getting 30% off on that night right. as members. Fabulous. So, so doing the quick math, that's 89 lockers? That's 100 lockers. 100 lockers. But, but we do have some memberships that are group lockers. Right. There's okay. four people in there. That's why okay. there's 134 members. Right. Okay. So there are some with four people in there. Mm-hmm. And they, they each can decide who's going to get the cigar. Well, they each get one. Okay. So the group so. memberships have four people in there, <clears throat> and they're getting four right. of the same cigars. Right. The $1,000 members are getting four different cigars in there that month. So wow. Fabulous. This place is... Incredible. Awesome! I wish I lived here. My brother lives in Providence, and uh, boy, he's he, 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 he should smoked. move. Yeah, well, he he's, <laughs> he he, uh, he works for a local uh, sports team, and he doesn't smoke cigars. He smokes other good leaf, contacts, uh, other other things. Events. Got you. But yes. yes, but I told him he loves bourbon and and you know hard liquors, and he's working today with an event, but. Boy, this place is awesome. So was I right? I mean, forget Paul and Dave. Can I get credit? Was I right? Is this a spot or what? This is, this. I mean, Twins is awesome. This, But this it. place is like, I can't compare this Nick, place. Nick, South of 
the mass pike. Well, I, mean, I think, you've I think you come might here. say this might feel a little bit more comfortable, right? Right. Like when you oh, go, absolutely. You know, I think that that's kind of the like each one of them have a different vibe. Yeah. You feel like whenever you go upstairs into twins, like you, yeah, unless you're on the patio, you feel like you're in the bar. That's right. yeah. Like where this is more like a local lounge that has the access to yeah. the cigars as well yeah. as the liquor. The, the one thing that I have to complain about, which is really not a complaint, but Uh-oh. I'm going there. Everything is in one area. If there was a separate section. That would be the only thing that I would complain about. Members? Like a members lounge? Well, not even necessarily members. Twins has those two lounges, the areas. And that would be the only thing. But, you know, you can't really complain because this place is so awesome. Behind the bar over by the lockers. Yeah, Yeah, there's a whole other section. There's a whole other section. You you know what? Why don't don't I just go to the bathroom, okay? That would be my section, all right? There is actually a pear tree outside. If you like fruit, you can go pick (laughs) a pear tree. Well, you know what I call pear trees? Well, because they smell like semen, so they're, they're semen trees. So. Oh. <laughs> you know what? It's you been a while what? since I s- smelled some semen. I, I, <laughs> you were in a Navy one. Get, yeah. You went in for your love of yeah, semen. That's right. I did. <laughs> yeah. Getting, yeah. you know, going back to Nick. Yeah. Nick, you did a very stand-up thing. Nick showed up to two guys to the Cigar Authority, which is a great show, mm-hmm. and um, introduced himself. But he came all the way up to see it. And, you, you know, for all the teasing that we do, I mean, you weren't lying. The shops down here are absolutely fabulous. And, folks, the address of this place, I have it on my phone. But, again, Paul, give it up. Yep. 2080 New Snack Hill Road, Coventry, 02816. Yeah, folks. Right folks off the, right highway. Off the highway. Half right a mile off the, off the highway. We, we got a lot of people in this area. You got to visit this. Twenty place. minutes, it's unbelievable. And Nick is absolutely right, minus a bunch of pussies from New England, because yeah. we ain't pussies. You guys can handle. I'll give you credit. Okay, but I wasn't wrong. And again, no, you anybody were. wants to say anything different, come down to Joyles. We will fight you. The yep. whole place will fight you in the parking lot. Yep. <laughs> well, you guys don't have many wrestling to, like That's New Hampshire right. does, but and you know, I just want to do one quick shout out, if I may. Um, I went to the CANH golf tournament yesterday for the arduous work from Dave Garofalo and Kurt Kendall and uh, Josh from the Diplomat out in Keene and Penny uh, Piva and Eric and and Eric um, and uh, and Killer Killer Killer's one of our regular stops um, up at Castro's. You got a story for that. You guys, yes, I do. <laughs> That's uh, Paul's got you, many killer stories. I've got many killer many stories. Killer stories. You guys killed it yesterday. You know, and I just can't say enough for this very, very valuable. We're supporting the CANH, the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. You know, in keeping New Hampshire free of taxes of cigars, as well as Florida and Pennsylvania are the only other two. That's it. New Hampshire is the only state. That has no, no, no sales good, tax and no cigar tax. So you guys absolutely killed it. Yeah, but could you imagine having to spend time in Pennsylvania? My God, life is too short to spend time in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to rate the Let's cigar. Let's rate here. this cigar. So what we do is we rate a cigar. We give a very honest rating. If we think the cigar is terrible, I'll throw it in the lake. I we give done a it. <laughs> very, very honest cigar rating. So we're going to start off with Reverend Harvey. We do a 1 to 10. A 1 to a 10. Well, I like the cigar. It's in my wheelhouse. Wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. I got a wheelhouse. I have a wheelbarrow. <laughs> you um, did one show. You yeah, did I did one show. show. Right yeah. in my wheelbarrow. Yeah. 
I don't have it lit now, but gee whiz, it's, it's just as good lit as as it, as it, as, it, as it is not unlit. Uh, you need so, a light you lit? <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, yet. I like Gotta it. I am going to give this an eight point seven five. Excellent, Mister McGroin. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this cigar. I like Connecticut Brawl Leafs a lot. It's really good. It's up there. I'm going to give this an 9.75. Wow. Excellent. It's very good. Miserable Nick. Yeah, I mean, I, I smoked a lot of Jake Rottos. I smoked this before, so it's, it's kind of not fair. But um, like I said, I, I prefer Gangster Cigars. This covers all the categories. And uh, I'm going to go 9.237. 237. Dave. Not 9.238, 9.237. This is a fantastic cigar. Like I said, it just smokes itself. You don't have to worry about it too much. It's got good flavor, good smoke production. Retrohale is super on it. And uh, I'm going to do a a 9.5. I am smoking this right down down to the nub. It's Um, got his nubber on it. I have a nubber on it. And this is unbelievable. This is a delicious cigar. I, too, am going to give it a 9.5. You're giving Paul some serious wood here, listening to all. You, you oh, know something? <laughs> let me, let me yeah. tell you something. We give an honest rating. We really do. We've had owners on the show, and we hated their cigar, and we told them. Because it does us no good to tell you a cigar is great when it isn't. You blow your credibility. Yeah. You, you really do. So we tell you the truth of how we feel. So, this cigar comes out to a 9.35. This has made our top 10 list. Yep. I was hoping for 9.36, but I guess I'll <laughs> Round it up. <laughs> round it, round round it, it up. It's round a 9.4. There you go. Yeah. So, Nick and hit it right on the head there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He really did. This this cigar is out of this world. So, does that mean you're all taking boxes on the way out the door? More than likely. Nice. It's <laughs> all good stuff. Well, thank you much. So, this right. is the Jay Garado. This is the... Anniversary. Anniversary. Box Anniversary. Double Robusto. It's fantastic. Okay, let's uh, do the local spotlight here. Let's talk about the lounge. We talked a little bit about the lounge already, but just, uh, just oh, let me turn it back on. You keep getting up there, Pat. I yeah, yeah. Go. Well, I he's, get an empty stomach. He's fidgety. He's fidgety. Yeah, I get an empty stomach, and I've been doing a lot of working in this week, physical work, so i got to keep moving to keep the blood flowing. So. Yeah. I did learn something today. Did you know pear trees smell like semen? <laughs> I did it. I fo- I did it. Yeah. You I, don't, I don't think I was. Uh, no. I, I never would have made those associations. No. Yeah. No. Nope. Thank God we have a horticulture here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the deer uh, uh, jerking off on the pear trees. Awesome. So so everywhere I go, I don't get enough for being a horticulturist. So I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, nobody gives me for that. So finally tonight, someone's giving me. For it. You're wearing something every day. Yeah, man. exactly. Well, I was trying to figure out if you grew something for your brother that works for the sports team. No, he he, <laughs> he, 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 he wouldn't like it. Oh, okay. He wouldn't like it. So He's the only member of that family that's not a horticulturist. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he's not. He's the Actually, you're right, Ricky. He would know, because so, he's a creep. Ricky spies on me. Not when you're near those semen trees, buddy. <laughs> you got one of them in your backyard. <laughs> 
Semen trees. My neighbor's got a pear tree. I gotta go over there. <laughs> <Smell the laughs> He's gonna wonder what the hell you're doing. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing out in my yard? He's like, I just tricks. really gotta smell this tree. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> sniff your trees. Wait, wait, you say, hey, neighbor, fun fact I yeah. got for you. Yeah, I, I've sniffed bushes before, but I haven't sniffed any trees in a while. <laughs> Next barbecue, you got a topic of conversation. Right. People write in if you've ever smelt an ornamental pear tree, tell me. T- no, no. Don't uh, tell me that it's not, doesn't smell like semen. Yeah, if you, it, if you I go guarantee around, every grower says it smells like if semen. You go around smelling trees, please don't write it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, okay, so back to the lounge, yeah. <laughs> so, fantastic bar, great seating areas, stack of lockers back there on the back wall, 100 lockers back there? 100 lockers. Very All sold yeah. out. One of them's mine. One, one of them the, is Nick's. One of the very first things that Long Hauler made a yep. comment, look at the pappies. That's and then right. we started looking for top brands that we know that are out there, and you had everything. You know what? The only thing you could use here is a pear tree in front. It's in the back. <laughs> and a wall in the back to divide the box. Okay. So, of course, the <laughs> focal point of the whole place is the humidor. Is that like 20 by 15? 20, 30 uh, by? It's big. It's big. It's, no, you it's not big it's enough. 20 by 40? Uh, if you ask me. Actually, I think the humidor was about, what? I think that was like 30. Wasn't that like 15 by 30 or something like it's that? It's not 30. That's big. One, I'm not two, sure three, about what we're I, I walked it. It's 13 by 28. All right. Okay. You paste it off? Yeah, I paste it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also bullshit it a lot. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's around that size, but it's got almost 800 facings yeah, in see, there. Now you Everything. Two, but see, you got two feet of shelving, so you're up to 30 feet again. Yeah. <laughs> he only correct. walked up to the shelf. That's right. Yeah. See? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Great I, pay, place. I paid for that, mother. Right? Wa- <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I yes. Was, you, you walk through I the think door. It was Fifteen by thirty. You walk through the door. Monster humidor on the uh, left side. There are slew of chairs, beautiful leather chairs, lots of high top tables, a yeah. gorgeous bar with lots of chairs around it. It's a very welcoming place. I think it's yeah. a twenty-eight seat bar. I was just going to ask that. The bar, seats. the bar seats twenty-eight yeah. right there. And wow. I think we've got sixteen on high tops. And they have wow. uh, a male and female bathrooms, or yes. we do. Yep, yep. six. How about a yep. non non-binary? It's twenty twenty-three. We got to ask. That's that a five-gallon bucket. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we Next have that the, as well. Out by the pear tree. Yeah, right by <laughs> the pear tree. In back. Yes. <laughs> We also have a, a, a deck outside as well yeah. that, uh, what do we, sit 20 out on the deck? Open? 20 on a deck, and you can fit about, I think, 12. A picnic table how many, over how many cars can 60, you fit into this I, parking We have lot? parking for 65. Wow. That's, that's and, you know, you, It sounds like a lot, and yet every month, every Monday, yep. it's full. Yep. And during the month, we do flight tastings on right. bourbon and stuff yep. like that, Irish whiskey, so... That lot is full a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, it I seems do. like everybody likes to come by themselves as well, too. So uh, And nobody pairs up. Yeah, I, I don't Fabulous. get it. I don't get it, but it's every event, yeah. there's 80 people in here, and there's 80 friggin' cars. It never, you know, it never You know fails. what's really nice is I've looked around. Everybody's got a cigar. There aren't people just drinking. I'm going to let Dave here. comment on that because Everybody's he's got adamant a cigar. about this. Fire away. This yeah, is so, his pet peeve. Yeah, totally against uh, one of our biggest rules in here is you cannot smoke cigarettes in here. We went back and forth about it. Mean, I, I didn't want it to begin with, but you do lose some clientele, um, especially like women. Uh, husbands will come in, their women like to smoke cigarettes. 
Once in a while, see somebody smoking a cigarette, we'll ask them to go on on the deck. So what I'm referring to is the fact that you don't have just drinkers. Oh, no. You ha- everybody's got a cigar. Oh, yes. what, what if a husband is here yeah. and a wife doesn't smoke? Is that okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't smoke. If she smokes yeah. cigarettes, yeah. she's got to go out on the deck. All right. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've made exceptions. Yeah. Against his better judgment. Maybe it was about uh, two years ago. A guy walks in. He's drinking Macallan 18 at $45 a pop. He has a couple. She's drinking espresso martinis. She smokes a small Davidoff a cigarillo. I still remember. He was smoking a uh, double R, Davidoff, double Claro. And they were here for a while, and they had a big bar tab going. And it was Tuesday afternoon. It was slow. And she asked me, she goes, very politely, she goes, can I, you know, I know there's no smoking cigarettes here. There's hardly anybody in here. You've got an incredible ventilation. Can I light up a cigarette? I'm not telling her no at yeah. that point. Yeah. But 99%, I did tell her, I said, no, if you come in at night when we're crowded, the answer is no. So if my but, brother comes in here and he lights up a joint, is that okay if he knows me? So <laughs> it's funny because about two months ago, I had a guy walk through the door. And said, hey, when are we going to be able to smoke weed in here? And I'm like, ooh, man. Uh, He said, well, you know, it is legal. And I said, I actually don't know the law on that. He goes, I'm a lawyer. I can tell you the law. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, it's funny. So I'm a nurse. And Massachusetts has, uh, they've legalized marijuana. However, our rules in our hospital are extremely strict regarding it. I really thought that when they legalized it, you'd see the kids walking down the streets with joints and everything. And you don't. You don't. You, you do, just don't you do see in Manhattan. It. Well, yeah. You don't hear. We you did. Know, Massachusetts, you don't see that. We what did have a member. I knew you were going what? there. We did have a member here. I knew here you were going there. Who, more than Cheech and Chong, I've <laughs> never seen anybody smoke more weed Every 20 minutes. than this guy. Every 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes, out on the deck, puffing. And he would come in, and he sometimes he'd go in the humidor, and I would say, I'll just say his Don't name. Say. <laughs> I'd say, you can't come in the humidor. It would smell for two hours in the humidor. Really? You open the door, all you can smell is weed. And I'm like, dude, you can't, can't do that. Get your cigars before you do that. But every 20 minutes, he would smoke. So getting back to that lawyer, the lawyer said... In between doing gummies. In be- yeah, yeah, doing gummies. <laughs> like this guy, would, when he goes oh, to yeah. bed, he would keep his weed on his nightstand. If he woke up in the middle of the night, he'd hit it and, and go back to bed. I've never, never seen, never seen anything like, like it. Nope. But this lawyer said, he said the law is anywhere you can smoke, you can smoke weed. That's what he said. I don't know if that's true, but, you know, we can't have... No, no, you talk no. about cigarettes affecting uh, no, a smell no, of, of this is a, a cigar, cigar community, yeah. and most cigar smokers yeah. I know don't smoke weed. I, yeah. You can go out in the parking lot and smoke all you want. I don't care, uh, you know, whatever. You just can't w- walk around the humidor for five minutes after. Oh my like, god, like he did. <laughs> no, that's funny. So speaking of all the smells and whatnot, the ventilation system here is, is unbelievable. It's fantastic. Yep. No yeah. smoke. So the way it works is you got all these little perforations in the ceiling. We've right. got 44 vents in the floor, mm-hmm. which bring in the fresh air. Wow. And, you don't even see the vents. And where, there where are the seven. Are well, they're behind you they're on behind the floor. The chairs right behind the chairs. But that's awesome. But that's door, exactly, it moves the smoke. Is that exactly yeah. my point. You can't even see. It's not an aesthetic yeah. thing. That's, that's yeah. yeah, it moves the smoke. So right here we were saying before, we were telling Mike, 
This is the weakest one because it's the furthest this away. Is the farthest but there's from. nine vents right here, so it takes the smoke up, moves the smoke. Those over there, when they're, when those vents are clean, when we close down at night, all you can hear is the whistling of the vents just right. going and going and going. Do you have a it lot of pipe so smokers? So pipes are more than welcome here, as you can yeah. see there. That's uh, that's Paul. That's uh, a, a little tribute to Tom's uh, to Paul's father-in-law right there. Mm-hmm. We, we have, on Sundays, we have a group of pipe smokers that come in on Sundays. Do you sell the tobacco? So we used to. We used to sell quite a bit of pipe tobacco, especially at our old location. Here, it kind of died down, and then the prices went up a lot on loose tobacco in Rhode Island. The taxes are just crazy. So Rhode Island is a crazy state. They're incredibly cigar-friendly, where we have a 50-cent cap. Yep. And worst drivers. Worst roads. Worst drivers. Worst roads in the country. Worst roads in the country. It's an embarrassment. But we have a 50-cent cap on any cigar in, in Rhode Island. But after the first year of implementing that 50% uh, 50 cent cap, they had a 190% windfall in tobacco tax that brought in. So some genius at the state house decided... Gee, we lowered the tax on cig- on cigars and brought in a ton of money. How much money can we bring in if we raise the tax on pipe tobacco from forty percent to eighty? Holy crap! <laughs> so they threw it up to eighty, and I had told them, I said, "Are you out of your mind?" They said, "Don't even go there. You can't touch this. We'll give you the cigars, but pipe tobacco is pipe tobacco, and it's eighty percent." So they killed the pipe tobacco business. Yep. 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 Well. Enough said. Killed it here anyway. It yep. killed it here. I so. mean, there are some places that I guess they're, they still have a heavy pipe tobacco business. Mm-hmm. Yep. It just didn't work out that you no. You have to know your area. If you come in here, this is not an eclectic Las Vegas type place. Or so. It, so you have to, you know, that's why there's a 15-foot field stone fireplace here. We built it to the community. And the other thing I'll say, there isn't a friendlier cigar bar right. than when you come in here. Everybody this knows. is like a cheers bar. When you walk in, <laughs> everybody knows who you are. There's never any bullshit. There's never any drama. When Unless you light up wait, cigarettes. When, when, Unless when, if you light up cigarettes. Yeah. Then, I'm, then I'm on you. So when, when, we came, when we came in last year and we came in with our bowling shirts on, and everybody was like, who are these guys? And everybody was so welcoming. They even welcomed a groin, and that's just an amazing thing. <laughs> yep. So when I go to the bar, I'm going to ask for a drink, and the, they'll know what I want. She's probably going to tell you you smell like semen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what do you think I was doing in the bathroom the past five times? <laughs> so okay. the, the air handler, 200K? Put some pier. Uh, aerosol, whatever. Show you. <laughs> a pear freshener in his yeah, car. Yeah. Freshener. <laughs> right in his car. So the air handler, you got $200,000 air handler out there? Uh, $200,000. Uh, it's in back when you yeah, leave. I've seen it. I've seen you'll it. You'll see yeah. that monstrosity. Yeah. Came in on a crane. It Came was, in on it a was crane. fantastic to watch. Works fantastic. So it's a big uh, heat exchanger, so the, everything. the air goes yeah. out. It, yeah, every no, two minutes, I believe it changes. Every air. two minutes, I've uh, been counting. Every so, molecule yeah. of air is sucked out, replenished. It's just not a fan where it sucks out all your air conditioning. There's all heat exchanges in there, yeah. so 
in the winter time it heats the air coming back in summertime it chills it now are you the uh bar back also no you handle the kegs or oh well i mean uh, yeah i mean i help the ladies out but yeah. i'm not a big drinker i don't drink a lot I'm tonight not, I probably I'm, will where we're going, so tonight I'll tonight, make an exception. Tonight you're going to make an exception. I don't like to drink either. So yeah. Yeah. There yeah, was no. one night in here a couple of years ago when Paul and I and, and Mark, who retired, uh, we decided to drink a two bottles uh, between three of us, a oh, bottle boy. of Angel's Envy and a bottle of cake, which was uh, fantastic. Yeah, that was the, uh, not what, Roy? Glen Morangi. Glen Morangi. Very nice. Which is they release it once a year. It's kind of like a. It's a sweet scotch. It's it's weird. You got to. It's trying to explain a hangover to someone that's never had one. You got to. <laughs> you got to try it. You have to have it, and it's Glen Morangi cake. But there's a long story behind it. Yeah. And I, somebody gives me yep. a stock tip, and like I, I just killed this thing, <laughs> and almost killed myself in the process. Yeah, all, all three well, of us. Yeah, the I, gentleman Mark who used to work here drove home and left his car he left running. His, he left his truck running <laughs> uh, the whole night. Ran it out of gas. Uh, <laughs> what he didn't tell you is, yep. I had already had ten scotches before oh, we drank boy. those other two. And, so you guys uh, slept here, huh? And, you know, but you know what? I said God works in mysterious yeah. ways. I was going to walk out to my car at three in the morning. And get in and drive home. And then my son had the sense. He saw that I was out of my mind. So he goes, where are you going? I said, I'm going to drive home. He said, that's a good idea. Drive home, <laughs> drive home in a red sports car when you've already been drinking for like 14 hours. But <laughs> I came back the next day to get the car. The battery went dead on my Corvette. Oh, wow. So it wasn't even going to let me drive. Right. <laughs> and that was at 3 a.m. And that was that was at 3 a.m. Yeah, we left yeah, at 3 a.m. Yeah. My wife wasn't happy in that. She called me at 10 a.m. My wife wasn't yeah. happy. And said, when are you coming home? I said, uh, she goes, you know, we got, we're having a bunch of people over for dinner. It was the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Yes, I, said, I'll be, I said, I'll be home in 15 minutes. Yeah. That was at 11. That was at 11. Oh, and, boy. Uh, I was a little late. We had a meeting. Yes, yeah, so we did. We had a meeting. <laughs> we had a business meeting. I and mean, you would not believe the <laughs> that we came up with. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my wife tells me I have to know. So what have you implemented? What are you doing? I said, it was fantastic, but I just can't remember. Yeah. I'll, ask, I'll ask Dave. Yeah. He couldn't remember yeah. either. I forgot. What did you do? <laughs> but I have not. I have not drank like that in two years. That was the day they let me join as a member. That was their mistake. Oh, <laughs> That's, That's funny. a true story. Okie dokie. Oh, good time. Anywho. That's great. It's a fantastic lounge. <laughs> so I lit up the uh, Romacraft. This is Aquitaine? That's Aquitaine. Yeah, this that's, is great. That's you. coming this is next. Also great. Yep, right now. It's always good. Always a great smoke. Yeah. This is a great cigar. I'm it's still like, finishing the Mr. I, J's. It's really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I finished my Mr. J's and this one here, please. They all got their little cigar picks and roach clips and everything else. You know what? Oh, we got all the tools. So that that was made for me down in Florida. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? When we had the Rocky Patel Vintage 99, it's it's kind of very similar. Very good. It's very good. I'm going to raise my rating to a 9.9. Okay, hold on. Yeah, we got to do less. Let's skip conspiracy. We don't need a conspiracy. No, no, this is going long. I got a conspiracy. This podcast is going too long. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's change our rating here. Can't do conspiracy because my wife wouldn't let him come down. (laughs) Okay, you smoked this one, right? 
Yeah. The yeah. Aquatana started it, yeah. This is yeah. this is definitely north of a nine. <laughs> this Thank is you. this is a really great cigar. You never had anything from Roma? I have had things oh, from Roma. Okay. Yeah, I really like the uh the, the Candelo there. The Oh that's right. We're talking about the Fumorian. Yeah. Fumorian. It's yeah. you know, people don't like candelas and stuff and, and that is probably the best candela I've ever had. Thank you. It, Speaking of so the Fumorian, I believe it was called the femur. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's like a mythical thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh one of our uh, oh, one of our, guys one of our former one. guys uh, did smoke that. If what I was, could, that, was that 128 one, ring? 28 one, one, ring. No, 133 by 10. 133, 133 by 10. 133 yeah. by a log, basically a yes, log. Yes, it was a yeah, log. That's uh, you know, I stopped. We stopped making that when I started getting people texting me pictures of them trying to smoke that thing. It's like. <laughs> Wasn't meant to be smoked. You know, it, it was. Uh, you know, <laughs> was that on your OnlyFans account? Yeah, it was way before I don't know. that. Yeah. He had more holes in the back than it was. Yeah. It was like a golf ball. He had, must have had about fifteen <laughs> punches back there. One but of the guys. It wasn't pretty to see him smoke. No, 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 no. It was, yeah. I think it was six hours. He yeah. smoked that thing. Usually about. Ugh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's well, like the equivalent of uh, ten mandibles. You know, oh. so. Wow. I don't know. You know, it's it's one. Of, it was really. It was designed to be kind of like a like you know. What are they, the Magnum bottles, right? Like, yeah, like just a, kinda, a novelty thing? Yeah, yeah. it's like you, just a, a conversation piece you would mm-hmm. keep in your humidor and, and, and people started smoking them. It's like this, this yeah. It's like that came in a coffin. I remember it came in a coffin. It was yeah. probably the you know, size of like a nice How block of wood. How much was in there? What did the thing weigh? <sighs> you know, Skip probably even knows off the top of his head, but I, that, I just remember it being the equivalent weight to 10... Pro Magnum mandibles, so I go back and figure it out. You know, so the 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 whole idea, the concept was, you know, you can make a cigar by attaching, uh, using the the glue that, that they use to make the cigars, right? Yeah, the vegetable yeah. gum. Yeah, the vegetable gum, and you continue. You can just kind of patch and make. I think the world record's like a, I don't know, twelve foot by, you know, three feet, something like that. Like it's it's crazy big. They had it at the trade show one time. But we I want, remember seeing that. Yeah, thing. I, I want to say it was. Um, yeah, it was like twelve feet long. It was massive. Our project was really about we had the cellophane air broadleaf, and so the idea was with long filler with legitimate molds. Because you know what's funny is like it was a whole project of getting the the molds built for it because the 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 box makers were trying to give us two different molds to kind of set it to, together. So anyway, so you know, Skip's got his whiteboard up there, and they're trying to do all this you know long algebra to figure out like what you know. So, long story short, uh, one thirty-three by ten was was the biggest one. You know, and uh, but but it took two guys to roll it like side by side, you know, because but it's it's all long length tobacco. But the idea was to you know, could you make a cigar using one wrapper leaf, one binder leaf, and and what's the maximum? Largest cigar you could make with that tobacco. So that's crazy. Where, yeah. Ricky, what's that big long cigar you had? Oh, the big uh, well, three there's, footer. There's yeah. a Woody. The Woody. The Woody. Yeah. The Woody. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, um, the Woody. Got a Corona. Yeah, and then there's a uh, Asylum has one too. I think it's like a. I forgot what Asylum cigar is. We have a, one in there. It's yeah. the Pandemonium. I think yeah. it's a. I think it's a ten by. Uh, it's a, be a ten by it's seven. It's a nine. It's a, oh, it's like a nine. Nine by eighty. Do you remember years back? It used to be the biggest cigar in the industry, and I smoked it. I, I remember this because it's my son's birthday, October twenty seventh, two thousand four, when the Red Sox won the World yep. Series, and it was they're not even in business anymore. It was a Puros Indios Chief. Sure, it was a Chief. Eighteen inches. It was wow. an eighteen by sixty four. <laughs> The Woody, 
I got a Corona cigar in Orlando, and there were three people smoking three different woodies. And one of them had said, this is the third night that I've been smoking this, and it's been holding its flavor. And I thought, that's going to kill. I bought it because it's a novelty. It's two and a half feet long. What are you doing with and that, Ricky? It just sits in my humidor. You're trying to find that pear tree. There. <laughs> I doubt it. But um, the pandemonium, we went to Summerpalooza up on a lake, and the, the fellas dropped me off in the middle of the lake, and I was floating with a pandemonium. Could have used it as an oar. Boats were coming by. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. A little puff of smoke would come out just fine. Oh, funny. But, all, right, all right, let's, let's wrap this up. Yeah, so uh, recap on the cigar. Fantastic. You uh, bumped your rating up there? <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mr. Joyal, your cigar just hit our list. The top three cigars. It's tied. Um, I was looking at it. I redid the rating. Can I change it again? <laughs> that so, it just came out as number three for the entire year. Oh, no. Of, you know, the 52 cigars we smoke on a show every single year. This just came out to number three. This wow. is a, Rocky. A, Rocky does not hold wow. the top three. They don't hold the top three anymore. Oh, no. Well, they're tied. So uh, let me let me text Mike on that. He'll, you he'll know, be, he'll be bummed. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. I bummed. guess the conviction has to come, Mike. What are the other two? So our top ten list. So in order to get a top ten, just to explain this real fast, of all the hacks, now there's only four of us here today, but usually we have seven or eight hacks on every show. Javi and I smoke milder cigars. We will smoke full body. Pat's somewhere in the medium range. Mm -hmm. Dave and a lot of the other hacks are full-bodied smokers. So to get a rating by a bunch of uh, different palates, to make the top ten, to make over a nine, that's pretty amazing. And so the first one was the vintage 1990 Rocky Patel came out at a 9.61. The Nimi D, Rocky, but the Nimi D from Nimish was a 9.46. Tied with this is the Rocky Patel 60th. The Cavalier Viso Jalapa Lancero came out to a 9.32. Great cigar, I love it. The Espinosa Murcielago Churchill was a 9.25. The McAuliffe Rieta was a 9.25. The Gispert Intenso by A.J. Fernandez. Came out to a 9.16. A brand new cigar from Montana known as Big Sky. The Bitterroot came out to a 9.11. And the Protocol F-Train was a 9. And everything else that we've smoked came below it. This Roma? I this just Roma would be, on the, be, oh, this up, would be up there, there too. This is, this is a 9.9 also. This is really good. This is great. This is, yeah, you this need is to really do a good. show with us. Yes. <laughs> What's in this? What? What? Um, yeah. So the wrapper is a. It's a Habano Lajero priming wrapper wow. from Ecuador, Cameroon binder, Nicaraguan filler. So, that's uh, price points probably about eleven fifty, twelve dollars. Oh, so no brainer. They've got great price points. Yeah, they really do. You sell them here. We're, we're, well, well, so what's funny is... is Where can I find these? Well, from where you're at, you can get them at Twins. Actually, what's funny is you were talking about the events that are going on at Twins. I think I'm up there on the 12th and 13th. Oh, really? October. That's in October. That's, yeah. We'll be there. And 12, then, 12 the 13th, we can't. 
go there. It's like a Thursday, Friday. So Thursday's at the smaller location, and then Friday's at the next location. Hook set yeah. and, uh, well, 13th, we're going to Rhode Island. So, yeah. I mean, uh, Pennsylvania. What? October 13th. Oh, oh, oh maybe, yeah. That, yeah, that me. So, I'll be in a hospital. But October then, 12th is Thursday. Yeah. yeah so, so you're there Thursday, Friday. Thursday, yeah. Friday. <laughs> and then... Um, Based on the shops that I heard you kind of talk about, so two guys, obviously, we do a ton of business with two guys. Yes. And twins, and kind of in your area. Cafe Calabash, which is up in Portland, Maine. I don't know. Yeah. Penny has it at, at uh, Lancaster. At, at her place. Yeah. Yeah. Littleton. Um, yeah. Littleton. Shenanigans. Littleton. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So they're there. Just You've got to figure out why they're not Roman Craft. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, okay. it was, and it was funny because when I was in Florida, that was the one thing I heard. Can you guys get Roma Craft? And I said, I think I know where I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I said, so, you know, it's, it's, um, so we're working on a plan. So whenever, so there was a transition period. So a couple things happened with Mr. J's. They sold their location and then the, the build out for this and then kind of COVID happened. There was a shutdown, some other things. And then I think whenever they kind of reset the humidor and kind of got up and running, you know, there for a little bit, they kind of went on their path and we kind of went on our path. Right. And so that's kind of the whole purpose of kind of this meeting is you guys kind that's of walked in. Yeah. yeah. Is to kind of, you know, reestablish, you know, right. the relationship, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't go wrong bringing this in. We had them, we had them for a long time mm-hmm. and sold them. But like, like I said, it was just, it was a yeah, transition yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Mike and I have always remained dear friends. Every time he's in Rhode Island, always, always calls me. And like I said, he called me this morning. And I didn't, like I said, I, it was like it came through and I didn't recognize the number. But this, we're working on this. Yeah, this Romacraft has that floralness that I really like. You know, being a horticulturalist, I like the floral sense. Yeah. And it's okay. very good. On that note, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. It doesn't taste like semen, I hope. No, 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 no. It's no. very That's good. Sense, though. <laughs> I don't know. I know what that well, tastes well, wipe like. Wipe your mouth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the glazed donut I got at Dunkin' Donuts, is that still on my face? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick. Okay. Hey, he's yeah. miserable. Go ahead. I, I, I can be miserable, Nick. I can miserable think about it. Okay. Thanks to the panel. We got... Just on my left over here is Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, enemas for all. Great, great location. Great having both guests. Three guests. Fabulous. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having us, guys. This town needs an enema. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. (laughs) No more enemas. Any two enemas? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, thanks to Mr. J's uh, Van Lounge for having us here today. Great place if you're in Rhode Island or you're coming up on vacation or just in the general area, stop by. You won't be disappointed. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, on so, the boat. On the boat. We'll be yeah, on, on the, the boat. boat. So we're yeah, we do this we on a boat. Are, we have a boat that's <laughs> yeah. fully wired for our mics. And uh, like I say every uh, every show, God bless each and every one. You have a safe, safe, happy week, and we'll be on next week. All right, Pat McGroin. I called my groin. People ask, it hurts you where? I say, put your hand right there. I called my groin. Well, it's been a great night. 
I don't have anything more to say because I've said too much tonight. So, you know, God bless everyone and uh, plant those pear trees. All right. Miserable Nick. All right, Stewie. What's the first rule of Fight Club? G-string underwear. No. (laughs) Guys, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, like Dave said earlier, come down on Sundays, watch the Jets. They're going to win the next three Super Bowls. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because because of Mr. Rogers? Too bad bad he doesn't have any targets. Because it can't go bad every year for me. That's right. Wow. <laughs> He's probably a Yank Me fan, too. Yeah. Okay. M-E-T-S, Mets. <laughs> All right. Mike Rosales from Romacraft, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Had a good time. Uh, yeah, this, it's always, we always have a good time. This time. I got the hook, why not these days are All right. And then uh, Dave over here. We got Dave. Dave, the manager. Dave, the manager. Thank you for having us. Appreciate what do we have you guys for, coming down. What do we have for you? Oh, yeah. You're right here. So, um, what do you do for a living? I lift things up and put them down. <laughs> Excuse me? I lift things up and put them down. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Paul Joyle, Mr. J himself. Looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne at the Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Thank you for coming down. Thank you. You know what? We had a great, great time. I just I, thank you. That's all I can say. You got to thank him for the score. It was a lot of fun. We had a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. I didn't have any fun. No yeah. fun. No fun. No fun. All right. This is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hack Dave. To the man! The man! I just don't know, according to his wife. Yeah. Yeah, what about cutting? What? All right. What That's next week's controversy. Well, well, first off, you got to let them know how to get the cigar. If they want to if they want to try and buy the cigar that you guys just smoked on the podcast, how do they, they get it? They come to Mr. J's. Yeah. yeah. You got a website? You got a phone? You can go to uh, the area code is 401-397-5627. And the best way, and we're just, we've just uh, hired someone in. Uh, she just came on board about six weeks ago, and she's taken over the entire social media, and uh, that's an so open working process right now. You ship boxes out. Absolutely. We Absolutely. Ship so, we so to all my friends in Florida, and there's a lot of you, you've got to try the cigar. This is a killer. So you don't do online. It's just phone orders? I'm not doing e-commerce right now. Yeah. As of right now, we're not doing e-commerce. Yeah. It's just phone orders. Great cigar. But e-commerce is coming. And, okay. and, and for the Aquitaine, great cigar yeah. from Roma Ketraft. And so, what was the new one you had given us earlier, Mike? Oh, it was a... Uh, the, Sumatra. The, Sumatra. Yeah, delicious. The Vols did. I love Sumatra, so... So this cigar we smoked was the... Jay Grotto anniversary? Yes. Anniversary double Robusto. Double Robusto. Folks, you got to try this. In the, the, in the box press. Very box nice. press. Very cool. Okay, thanks to the listeners. You made it through another one. Our social media tag is Skyhacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, Skyhacks.com. And Facebook. 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 Yep. Send us an email, Skyhacks at Skyhacks.com. See you next time on the Skyhacks. Remember, just a bunch of hacks. Talking cigars, pear, pear trees, trees <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs>